1: Good afternoon everyone. Well, what a beautiful day. I hope it is as nice and sunny and beautiful in your neck of the woods as it is here, uh, shining down on Kenmount Road right now. Blue skies, sunshine, oh it does the heart some good. And you know what, it makes you think about outdoor activities and the like. And uh, my guest today is going to talk a bit about golf because there's a lot of golf enthusiasts and even those who are just curious about the sport, eager to take to the links. and i've been having some conversations with people in the building about golf and whether or not they golf uh we have a coworker, dave who i understand takes his golf game very seriously and uh we have uh, one of my colleagues uh, golfed with him i'm not mentioning any names but he's probably listening right now Who takes his golf game very seriously he went all happy gilmore apparently (laughs) at one point (laughs) but anyway it's a good time i'm told i've never tried it myself well my guest today is the executive director of golf nl greg hillier hello
0: hi how are you today
1: good another beautiful day
0: it is just fantastic. What a great way to, uh, to start our, hopefully, golf season for this year.
1: Well, for sure. Does this kind of weather get the old heart pumping for golf enthusiasts?
0: Oh, well, I tell you, any kind of weather sometimes gets its heart pumping for uh, for golf enthusiasts. We were hosting our uh, annual Hall of Fame and annual awards program at Glendening Golf on Saturday, and they opened up this past Friday. And when I went up there Saturday morning, there was a little skiff of snow on the ground and the place was packed with golfers just passionately wanting to get out and get the taste of golf for this uh, 2022 season.
1: What is it about golf? Because I I know lots of people who have never tried golf and there's other people who have tried it and all of a sudden they are hooked.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it, it's there's so many so many variables to it. I I, I say for myself, it's all it takes uh, a, after 18 holes is that one great shot that'll keep you coming back for the next time, thinking that you know what next next round is going to be a little bit different. But overall, you know, there's so many so many factors from uh, the social part of it, the healthy living, exercise, uh, outdoor environment. You know, the opportunity to spend time with uh, three or four, you know, two or three of your closest friends in a very relaxed environment to the ability when you get on the course that you know you don't think much about work uh, or outside activities so there's really a whole gamut of reasons why people uh, people become passionate and involved uh, you know with the sport of golf it's just too numerous to mention or any one point
1: outdoor quiet environment walking Mm. fresh air sunshine hopefully
0: (laughs) yes and it doesn't get much better than that sometimes you know when you think about it
1: Is wind a problem for Newfoundlanders and Labradorians?
0: wind, when not wind a problem. <laughs> 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 we, uh, we sit, you know, I have some close friends of mine, of course, every now and then we'll sit and watch some of the PGA and, and they look at the, uh, the wind, the, the wind meter and it will be seven or eight and the commentators will be talking about, oh my God, I don't know what they're going to do with this wind in this shot. And we're saying, Chief, we could only have that in Newfoundland because, you know, 20, 20 to 40 to 60 is kind of our norm at times, especially if you get on places like, uh, like Pippi Park and even up in Glendinium where there and higher elevations that uh, equates to the same height, believe it or not, a signal hill. So, um, you know, there is a, uh, there's always a constant wind somewhere in the province of Newfoundland and Labrador, and when you don't get it, you kind of small and take advantage of it.
1: Imagine, though, you know, <laughs> seven <laughs> or eight.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny in this area of the, of the world. Um, what is the history of golf in Newfoundland and Labrador? Has it, have we been playing it long?
0: We have actually – um Country Club was the first golf club in the province, and they celebrated their 100 years in, in uh, 2008. Um, the majority of golf courses uh, in this province really began in the um, – Uh, late 80s, um, 90s, but you do have a a number of Stalworth courses, Terranova Resort opened up in the 1970s. Gander uh, was in the 1960s. Grand Falls in the 1950s with Stephenville. And uh, when you look at some of these courses on outside the St. John's area, there was a major influence by the Americans when they came here. Uh, they wanted things such as golf. So places like Gander and Stephenville, uh, they created initially nine-hole golf courses. So there has been, uh, you know, a golf community uh, across the province for an extended period of time. The organization was officially formed in uh, November of uh, 1963 and has been going fairly strong ever since. And they've gone from seven initial courses that were the original members to uh, right now we have uh, 19 courses that are members of the organization.
1: Uh, how many courses do we have in Newfoundland and Labrador? Any idea?
0: There is a total of 21 9- uh, and 18-hole golf courses in the province. And uh, I like to tell people there's even two member courses uh, situated in Labrador, one in Happy Valley Goose Bay, a nine, lovely 9-hole nine golf course with a beautifully renovated uh, clubhouse, as well as an 18-hole golf course in uh, Labrador City, Tamarack, which will be, uh, I'm pleased to say, host to our uh, 2023 provincial uh, Royal LePage Amateur Championships next year.
1: Oh, that's fabulous. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, a nice variety there amongst those those golf courses?
0: It is. If you walk, or I won't say walk, if you go across the province, I tell people that you can get everything from uh, your PGA uh, professional championship golf course, i.e. Humber Valley Resort or even Terranova, to your very quaint, uh, challenging, uh, beautifully manicured nine-hole golf course at the Willows and Holyrood and everything in between. Um, So there is such a variety of golf courses across this province from the Lynx style to Pure Championship that uh, there's something there for everybody. And I always throw in Pippi Park. You know, if you just love the outdoors and and walk and and the scenery, I mean, Pippi Park gives you nothing but a fantastic panoramic view of uh, the city of St. John's and looking out the narrows. And and even if you're not a golfer, you'd you'd appreciate just uh, just a stroll up there uh, at any given point in time.
1: And I guess you don't have to artificially create those little hills and hummocks and the differences in the terrain and that sort of thing. We've got it.
0: No, we've got it, believe me. And we've got lots of rocks. It is probably one of the most challenging places in North America to put a golf course. But uh, once they're there, the, the panoramic views and the vistas, uh you uh, you know, fairways and, and just the contours, uh, so diverse here. Uh, it's fantastic. And anybody that comes and plays in the province, we hear nothing but great things.
1: I want to talk to you a little bit more about uh, how we're doing in the golf world and uh, how many people are involved when we come back after the break. My guest today on On Target is the executive director of Golf NL, Greg Hillier. We'll be back right after this. Join us for On Target, one hour in which Linda Swain examines topics that mean the most to you. On Target, weekday afternoons at 1 on your VOCM. Well, the weather is beautiful. And we're talking golf, of course, with the executive director of Golf NL, Greg Hillier. Greg, are there any estimates on the number of people who take up golf on a regular basis?
0: The last national study that was done estimated there was about 76,000 casual to passionate to avid golfers in the province of Newfoundland and Labrador. Is that right? Roughly, yeah. And uh, now, you know, do we totally agree with that assessment? Not necessarily. Our, our estimates internally are roughly somewhere around 50,000 people or so that partake in this sport. And that that includes everything from people that, you know, will go out and attend an invitational once a year or just get involved in a fundraising event, uh, you know, to your, to your very avid golfer who probably could play 60 rounds to 70 rounds a year.
1: Wow. Uh, Many kids involved or more kids getting involved these days?
0: There is definitely with, um, you know, dare I say, with the pandemic and COVID, uh, obviously in the last two years, there was limited uh, amounts of uh, activity. Available and uh, golf certainly was one of those activities that proved to be very safe, uh, and uh, we did see the benefit of a younger uh, demographic coming into the uh, the golf community. Uh, everything from junior players to uh, what we call intermediate age group, from 18 to about 30 or so, and uh, that has continued to build. To be quite honest with you, in the last couple of years and this year, right now we're expecting as good as year as we have in the last couple of years. And I think you know it's it's like anything else. Once people experience something new and get involved, and in, um, they uh, they tend to stay with it for a while. So we're uh, we're seeing that trend continued at this point.
1: It feels like my only experience with golf, I have to be clear and honest about it is through television, (laughs) television and movies and uh, something about it is always portrayed as either uh, frustrating the heck out of you or just too difficult to even hit the ball. Is it difficult to learn?
0: it's it's really not if you've got any type of hand eye coordination if you've got somebody that has a little bit of experience uh because unfortunately in newfoundland we don't have access to a lot of teaching professionals just due to the nature of our business and the short season but there is people at local golf courses who provide some uh assistance and direction and all it takes is a couple of lessons uh you know and people will, will learn fairly quickly the ability to hit the ball they mightn't be able to hit it you know 250 yards But, uh, you know, the biggest goal is to, uh, as I always say, you know, hit it. And as long as it moved forward and you can see where it landed, to hit it again, that's the initial goal. And and the other part of it is, you know, there's roughly – uh, by estimates, about 85% of the people that play golf will never break 100 on a regular basis, and that's the majority, and they're all out there having fun, enjoying the activity in the great outdoors with a host of different reasons why they play, and golf just happens to be the what I, I consider the, the equalizer for everybody.
1: So in terms of uh, competition, is the competition yourself, like always trying to best your score, or is it with other people?
0: In reality, you know it's the if if you put it in the right context, it's the individual against the elements, it's the golf course. Uh, your fellow competitor or your friends that you're playing with, they're going to play their game, uh, their shots. You're not going to affect their swings unless you do something that's ungentlemanly. Um, and and they'll play the game. And you have to play your own game as best you can. So it's really the individual against the, uh, against the elements and against the golf course. And that's a lot different for a lot of people, especially I come from a background where I was involved directly in team sports. So as you can picture, you know, one of my first times playing golf, I mean, I'm standing up there and say, who do I get upset with? Well, the only person to get upset with is myself. So you learn pretty quickly that actual discipline of oh, being patient, uh, enjoying what's around you, and, and play the game for what it is. And then it becomes lots of fun, let me tell you, because all it takes is one good shot, and they, you know I'm coming back again the next time. No matter if I, I, my score was 150.
1: It, you know, we've been talking a lot about uh, mental health and self-care and those kinds of things, and I can just imagine now, never having played the game, but, you know, okay, you make a really crummy shot. All right, you try it again, you make another crummy shot. You do a good shot. Then you have that, that time and space to reflect, I suppose, walking to the next play to sort of clear your head and be with yourself, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Yep, and uh, you know it's one of those sports that can be so unforgiving. I, I find it probably one of the most difficult sports that I've ever played because it's really it gets in your head. And if you have a bad, if you have a bad swing, you know now you've got to walk up a hundred feet, fifty feet, two hundred feet, and then you've got to hit it again. And the best way to do that is you forget about your last shot, and then you just concentrate on moving the ball with your next swing, and that's the key to it. Is to try and forget, and it is a true sport whereby you're only as good. You know, people used to say, "Well, you know, I'm only as good as my last shift, or I'm only as good as my last whatever." But in golf, you're really only as good as your last shot. So you forget that then, and you move on because you never know what the next shot's going to bring in. And, and uh, if you watch, if anybody watches things like the PGA, I mean, these are professionals that are at this their their livelihood, and and they have Aaron shots as well. It's common.
1: Is it an expensive sport to participate in? Is there cost deterrent to those who want to get involved?
0: Uh, if you look at in today's environment golf is no more uh, no more expensive than a lot of other sports you you know an average membership at a golf course uh, somewhere around fifteen hundred dollars a year uh, and you know you can basically play unlimited you know unlimited rounds uh, based on the availability obviously of tea times and that and then you know there is an outlay of uh, initial outlay of your golf clubs uh, but I mean you know one once you, once you have your golf clubs, uh, normally they can be good for uh, an exponential period of time uh, as opposed to, for example, hockey these days, and I'm not trying to, uh, you know, pit one again another, but I mean, uh, hockey these days, a hockey stick costs you a couple of hundred dollars, and you can break it in a heartbeat. A golf club can last you a substantial period of time.
1: Yes, some so. people have them for decades.
0: Yes, exactly, and and the recreational golfers they enjoy going out and they don't need the latest greatest. You know, you'll you'll see certainly that uh, you know they bring out new drivers and new irons every year. Uh, but in reality, the majority of people, if they get a set of clubs that they're very comfortable with, they want to hold on to them for dear life. It's just like uh, you know being a little bit superstitious. Well, they're working for me now, so why am I going to change anything?
1: <laughs> Superstition goes hand <laughs> in hand with any kind of sport. It certainly um, does. Is age or physical ability? A a barrier in any way?
0: No, we've got uh we've got youth as young as uh, 6, 7 years old playing uh playing golf up to people that have uh, in their mid to late 80s. Um and they might be able the older people might be able to carry their clubs anymore, but they're quite capable of you know being in the power carts and uh, driving from hole to hole or there's still some people uh you know in their late 70s that are still walking the course and enjoy it. It's uh, it's a great exercise.
1: Now, you held your Hall of Fame and annual awards this past weekend. I want to talk to you a little bit about that when we come back after the break. My guest today on On Target is Executive Director of Golf NL, Greg Hillier. We'll be back right after this. Join Brian Medor weekdays at noon for a comprehensive update on news from every corner on all levels. Newsmakers, weather and more. Join us on
0: your VOCM at noon.
1: And we're back. My guest today is the Executive Director of Golf NL, Greg Hillier. And you just came out of a pretty exciting weekend.
0: We did, yeah. We uh, we had the opportunity finally to host our uh, 2021 uh, Hall of Fame inductions and uh, annual award presentations. So we were very uh, very excited to be able to do that. Um, we had to postpone it. It was originally scheduled for November, but because of uh, you know, the various things happening with uh with COVID. It was felt that uh we would postpone the event. And of course because it was a Hall of Fame and induction year we felt that it was only appropriate that we'd uh try and do those presentations uh, you know, in house as opposed to virtually. So
1: so who made uh, it?
0: Yep, we had uh this year we had three inductees into our, our Golf Hall of Fame, uh Pauline Power in the builder category from Grand Falls uh, Golf Course, very uh, lady involved in in golf for over 54 years. In all facets, from administration to playing to uh, volunteering at different events and and uh, competitions, uh, as well as two individuals from uh, Tamrack Golf Course, uh, Dennis Langdon, who was um, inducted into the hall in the uh, volunteer category for over uh, 35 years of volunteering his time, expertise, and energies to the overall development, enhancement, and improvements of uh, Tamrack Golf Course. And we had a lady, uh, Pat LaCour, uh, who was the general manager of Tamarack Golf Course for the last 35 years, and she just retired this past year and uh, again another quality individual who gave so freely of her time to uh, develop and enhance uh, tamarack golf course in labrador city so three very worthy uh, inductees to our hall of fame the class of 2021
1: so sounds like there's been a a a pretty heavy uh, i guess interest in in golf in the in the lab city area for a while now
0: it has uh, labrador city of course as anybody might know are a very community and sports or uh uh sports minded and orientated um uh, you know group up there and their volunteerism hospitality is second and on and that's why we're looking so excited to uh to get up there for 2023 to provincial championships but their uh, their volunteer base in, in all aspects of the community have always been strong and of course they do get fortunately the support of uh the business community, as well as the, you know, the towns of Wabush and Labrador City always seem to come to the table to uh, to support different issues within the community. And that goes without saying with Tamarack Golf Course as well.
1: Now, we don't have to contend with the alligators here, but are the flies an issue?
0: Uh, in Labrador, uh, can be at times yet. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They, uh, uh, in the province, uh, you know, during mid-season, like anything else, you, you usually get... Uh, Flies, but of course there is a couple of companies around. One in particular, a Pharmacy and Grandfather, that created this uh, uh, this fly dope, they will call it. That uh, you stick a little bit behind each ear, and it seems to be uh, a really uh, a great remedy. So, um, a majority of people will always carry some type of, uh, whether it's off or something, with them uh, to try and just uh, you know reduce these pesky pesky little uh, little things from uh, from nagging at you while you're playing around.
1: Your they can be an aggravation for sure, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're having a one of those games i'm sure they can be an even more of an aggravation and now you you're going to no doubt get people asking me what about that fly dope
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: um but if you do have information on that send it along and we'll pass it along
0: i certainly will and of course you have to realize too you know golfers are like anybody else we try and find any type of excuse for my last bad shot right <laughs> there
1: you go <laughs> It was the flies, boy, the flies.
0: It was. Uh, So
1: you've been teaming up with the Growlers. Of course, when you think about hockey in the off-season especially, uh, my Canadiens are now on the golf course, no doubt. Uh, You're teaming up with the Growlers. What's that all about?
0: Yeah, no, uh, we've had some discussions with the the Growlers over the past winter. They've uh, traditionally held a couple of uh, summer hockey camps. And they thought, you know, what a a potential unique experience to partner with Golf Newfoundland Labrador and see if we can put together a a hockey slash um, um, golf camp. So we started uh, the planning process uh, this past winter. And actually, I'm pleased to say I just came from a meeting this morning. We, uh, excuse me we put out a call for uh, individuals interested in wanting to be involved in an under 13 and under 15 uh camp which will take place the last week of uh of June and we have um uh, full slate of uh, players for both of those divisions we're going to take a total of 36 players and that's boys and girls included, of course and we're just going to be sending out the invitations in the next day or two uh, to those individuals because we had over I think it was 130 showed interest in the under 13 group and there was uh, I think 45 with the under 15 and we could only take 36 players we were originally only going to take 24 and we said look we need to expand it so we agreed we'd take 36 players we did a random draw this morning and the lucky uh, recipients will receive an email in the next few days so we're really excited to be putting these two three-day camps on it'll be you know hockey in the morning and golf in the afternoon with some lunch some instruction uh, and expose uh, you know these young athletes to a combination of hockey and golf
1: fabulous uh, so will they need the equipment for that or can they it, will the equipment be available to them
0: yeah, no, we'll be supplying all the equipment. To, again, it's it's about you know introducing the sport and the activity to these uh, these young players and um, and just you know see how they um, they make out with it. And we will be providing some basic instruction rules and etiquette. And we'll have people on the course to be able to help them manage and maneuver through for, for individuals that uh, that haven't been involved in the sport of golf before. In the same way with hockey, majority of them have played hockey. Hockey is the big attraction, of course. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to being involved. In and the golf component of it and, and introducing the sport to these uh, these young athletes
1: any other summer type programs to help introduce people to the sport or anybody who's never tried golf before and says ah, i'd like to get a few people together and head down what what do they do what have you got for them
0: yeah, well, there is a whole host of uh, junior activities. Uh, just about every one of our golf courses across the province offers junior programs. As, school, as soon as the schools are finished for the season, uh, roughly around the twenty seventh of June, right through till the latter part of August, uh, there is uh, junior golf programs available. And anybody uh, that's located in in the specific area of the province where a golf course is located, all they have to do is call the golf course and uh, you know try and get their uh, their child. Our children registered for uh, the junior programs we have I'm pleased to say we've kind of moved in from a, a babysitting service so sort of to speak to actually a true golf program where, where youth will come in and actually you know uh, develop some skills um, uh, you know in terms of just just the basic knowledge and understanding of the game to some basic skills to be able to allow these individuals to uh, to continue and join the game and hope hopefully come back
1: any big tournaments or championships coming up?
0: We have a, uh, a whole host of about 20 events this year. Actually, our two big ones that will happen this year is the Royal Page Provincial Junior Championships, which are going to be hosted at the Wilds Golf Resort in, in Salmonere from uh, July 3rd to the 6th. And then right after that, we host the, uh, the Royal Page Provincial Amateur Championships at uh, Haley Country Club from July 10th to the 13th. And uh, both of those have limited numbers for registration. And right now with the Amateur Championship, we've got about... Uh, 75 players registered and the maximum field for that is uh, roughly 144. And again this year, of course, we're pleased to uh, continue on. This is our 16th year with the, uh, the Telly Junior Golf Tour across the province. There's 12 events that start off at Harman Seaside. 12 one-day events that start off at Harman he- Seaside Links uh, the uh, July 18th and it wraps up with the Telly Tour Championship at Tiranova Resort on the weekend of August at 28 uh, 29th. So we have a... Uh Full slate of uh, of competitions, both for adults and uh, and junior golfers again this year, and we're very pleased, you know, Linda, that that we can finally get back to some type of normalcy. Because previous last year, I mean, we we held our championships and we gave out awards, but we didn't. There was no social activities, no skill challenges, uh, you know. So this year we're looking at getting back to some proper meals, having the players being having the ability to socialize, and so we're looking forward to uh, to uh, normal some type of normalcy this this year after two years with, with COVID and the pandemic. What's this new tag team event you're talking about? Yes, yeah, actually, that's, uh, I was hoping you'd kind of mention that when I left that to one side. We've uh, we've created an event. It's a, it's a fun competition. It's not meant for a competitive golfer. It's meant for the average recreational golfer, and it's a team event where uh, two males, two females, or a combination male and female, uh, can enter a team in one of these qualifying events. We're holding four of them in the St. John's area. Max 16 teams. You have to have a minimum of a 20 handicap. And at the end of the two day competition qualifier, if you're one of the top four teams, you get an all inclusive weekend at Tiranova Resort to the championship. Uh, and that includes ground transportation, accommodations, the golf, a meal, uh, the whole basically we're, what we'd like to say the whole nine yards. So we're holding four qualifier events uh, throughout the course of the summer one at Valley Haley, Clo Valley, Glendenning, and uh, and the walls and then the, the four winners of each event each weekend will actually get an all inclusive uh, weekend to the championship round Royal Page tag team championship at Tierra Wow. Ground
1: transportation included that alone is <laughs> yep. a prize package. <laughs> yep.
0: So we're trying to make it, you know, very attractive. And again, this is a, this is a fun tournament for us. It's not meant to be, uh, you know, for the, the competitive golfer, uh, we call it the scratch golfer. And that's not to say that they can't play if they can find an individual that's got a 19 or 20 handicap that they want to play with then they can certainly register for one of the events and of course all of our events right now are opened uh through our uh, you can go on our website www.golfnl.ca and go to competitions and you'll see all of our events for this year and just click on register and it will take you right to the registration page so we've tried to make it as seamless as simple as possible again this year for anybody interested in any of our uh, uh, competitions and events for 2022.
1: You've got some other exciting events coming up and uh, some big qualifiers, too. I'll get into that when we come back after the break. My guest today on On Target is the Executive Director of Golf NL, Greg Hillier. We'll be back right after this. Saturday morning, join us for the Irish Newfoundland Show. Send your request to NL at vocm.com or submit them online at vocm.com. And our guest today is the Executive sorry, the executive Director of Golf NL, Greg Hillier. And, uh, Greg, you talk about fun events. You're working with Special Olympics, I understand.
0: We are, yes. We were approached this past summer, uh, or I should say, sorry, this past fall. Uh, Special Olympics, of course, like uh, most other groups, uh, obviously were uh, had to delay a lot of their activities because of COVID, and um, that included their activities. Uh, biannual summer games program. Uh, so we've had a number of meetings with them and, um, you know, they approached us and asked if we would put off the golf competition. And we went to our member at Clo Valley and uh, they are so graciously accepted. So right now we have uh, the golf competition with special Olympics. It's latest for uh, Saturday, August 8th. And we're looking at probably about 25 athletes from across the province coming in. And this is also going to, one of the big things we're going to do is actually have a great or we're hoping a great uh, fun skills challenge before they, uh, they take to the golf course to play their their one day, uh, eighteen hole championship round.
1: How exciting! Mm. You must be looking forward to it.
0: We're really looking forward to it, and some of our officials, of course, who will be volunteering, are really looking forward to working with the uh, Special Olympics. It's just a great organization to be involved in, and, and uh, anybody that hasn't—I mean, the athletes are just—it's fantastic. Oh, uh, well, you know, if it these. doesn't
1: put a smile on your face, nothing will.
0: No, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, really looking forward to that event. Originally, they were hoping to have a full slate of uh, of events and try to plan a whole weekend for the summer games. But with uh, still, you know, some issues lingering with COVID and that they felt it was much safer to, uh, to kind of break up the schedule of activity. So we certainly wanted to make sure that golf was still going to be included.
1: Now, for those who are more competitive, you have some big qualifiers coming up.
0: Well, the biggest thing that's happening this year, really, with us, especially in the youth side of things, is that this is uh, finally a Canada Games year. And people might recall that the Canada Games as well have been put on, put on hold. So uh, uh, in August, the, uh, we're sending uh, a golf team as part of the Newfoundland contingent to the 2022 uh, Canada Summer Games, which are going to be held in Niagara Falls. Um, and this summer, we have a number of qualifying events that, uh, that we're going to host. And the first big one, really, is going to be in Gander Golf Club on the weekend of the 17th to the 19th uh, of June uh, we've got a, um, a practice round and then two days of competition which will lead uh, to individuals receiving points um, when the, in certain finishing positions that will lead to uh, two the top two individuals will be selected male and female uh, to represent Newfoundland at the at uh, the Canada Summer Games and then from there of course our provincial championships are also a qualifier so uh, it it's a it's a big year certainly for a lot of these young junior players it'll uh, be the, the pinnacle of uh probably their golf experience and what a great opportunity uh you know to get to go to the uh the canada games it's just a great great environment
1: got some good chances there
0: well i'd like to think that we have uh, one if not two uh junior boys players that can certainly if they uh if they perform the way that we feel they could, um, then they have the opportunity to probably wind up in the top six in, in you know the golf competition for sure. So um, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see how things uh, things transpire. But certainly, they've uh, uh, these two individuals that uh, potentially right now are leading the field in the order of merit for us have uh, certainly great opportunities.
1: Have we got any golf uh, players out there that people might recognize, names that we might recognize? I mean, Blair Bursey comes immediately to mind, but uh, um, how are we doing, I, I guess, overall on the world stage?
0: Yeah, well, we're not on the world stage yet, but Blair Bursey certainly is, uh, you know, he's the pinnacle of the, the golf community in Newfoundland and Labrador at this point in time. When anybody, if even if you're a non-golfer, um, you certainly know the name Blair Bursey. And uh, Blair right now is, is part of uh, Team Canada's Young Pro program. Uh, he'll be playing in a couple of tours uh, this summer where he hasn't had a major event yet, but we're looking forward to, uh, to you know, seeing him again this year on the scene. And we're fortunate. We do have a, um, a number of young young players that are involved in the international stage. Uh, we have uh, Andrew Bruce, who is out in B.C. with the University of Victoria playing uh, NCAA uh, golf. We have a lady out of Cornerbrook, Taylor Cormier, who's just finishing up her competition for this year. She's a sophomore, and uh, she's actually leading, leading her team overall at uh, Minto State University. And uh, another young golfer who's actually uh, – obviously in the running for our Canada games team, uh, Ethan Effort who has been a member of Utah Valley university, uh, in his first year of, uh, of studies and, uh, just got home actually this past week. So we have a number of players that, uh, that are involved in international competitions and international golf. And certainly their, uh, their goal is number one, you know, for most of them is to get an education through golf and if they can, uh, make golf work for them on the, uh, professional scene then that's um that's where they'd like to be
1: fabulous any courses open now
0: we have a host of courses open with the exception of the two in Labrador. That'll probably be uh, my discussions with representatives up there, probably be the uh, the middle part of June. The snow is still, believe it or not, two or three feet up there. Uh, the remaining courses will open this weekend. We have uh, uh, two numerous to mention, but uh, there's a couple of courses that are set to open again. in are Grand Falls this weekend, Terranova this weekend. Um The rest of them are pretty much on the island, and are pretty much all open right now as we speak.
1: Fabulous. Much work need to be done. I know we had a relatively mild uh, winter here on the Avalon Peninsula, but uh, much work need to be done there?
0: No, surprisingly, uh, when I talk to members across the province, the golf courses are in fantastic shape. Uh, I had the opportunity two weeks ago to finally do my – I do an annual visit each year and visit the golf courses directly across the province, and, of course, that's, that was put on hold for a couple of years, so I managed to get, uh, get across this last uh, week of August or uh, April, and the courses overall are in great shape. Um, I talked to the members, and they're very pleased with the way they've come out of the winter and uh with very minimum damage uh things that basically that uh, a bit of heat and some sun will not and uh, some fertilizer will not take care of this year so uh we're very pleased how the uh, how the industry has survived this past uh, winter
1: people who are interested in trying golf for the first time or haven't played in a while uh what should they do how can they get involved
0: the best thing that I tell people to do is if you uh, you're close to a golf course in your area, give them a call. Tell them that you're you're interested in wanting to get involved again, or you've never played the sport and you're looking to take uh, a couple of lessons or do it an introductory. Uh, then uh, you talk to the golf professional or the manager at the course, and uh, they'll certainly put you in contact with individuals to uh, to make that situation happen. There is some courses that offer uh, initial introductory golf courses. Cornerbrook, for example, comes to mind. Uh, they do an introductory ladies program for five nights uh, at the start of the season. Uh, Glenn Denning does it as well, and uh, I know Bally Haley used to do it at one point. I, I'm not sure if they still do it or not, but there is a number of courses that also do introductory uh, programs that people can avail of for a number of nights uh, just to get their feet wet, so to speak, and see if it's uh, you know of interest
1: greg hillier executive mm. director of golf nl beautiful day get out there uh enjoy your time uh with uh, i enjoyed your t- uh, my time with you this afternoon thank <laughs> you very much
0: thank you very much it's a pleasure uh, having me here and, and uh, have a great season
1: same to you thanks for listening everyone have a great day